Welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast. With your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runchuti. Talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game. Presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? The Hermit Style Podcast, we are back again. It is Wednesday, November 4th, a new month. Uh, I've got Mike here with me, of course. What's up, everybody? All right, uh, so for today's show, we're doing something brand new. We're super excited. We have the Hermit School Award Ceremony. Yeah, I say can't wait. (laughs) It should be uh, some insightful things there, a couple funny things in there. We're planning on doing this at the end of every format because you guys know Draftbox is just a little over a week away. Uh, at least from the day that we're recording this. So at the end of every format, we'll do an award ceremony where we have different things we give out to different decks and cards that we like, didn't like, all kinds of different things. We have a lot of funny names, funny categories, and some more serious competitive ones. So should be a cool episode. Uh, but yeah, Mike, what's new? Uh, just top the... Uh the PPG online event, you know. Nice. Another top uh, for Hermit Style. Yeah, I say, you know, if you, if you like counting them, just put this one on the books then. If you don't like counting them, it's cool. I still got these promos coming in. <laughs> but uh, I played Blue Baby. It was, uh, everybody says that deck sucks. You know, if you guys listen to us, I talk about the deck often. I think it's amazing. It did good. I don't know. <laughs> so I, th- yeah. I think it's, uh, I think that I helped put some, like, I guess, light on the fact that the deck is playable everybody thought it was gonna be good and then nobody had those promos so no one played it so but i have those promos so i played it oh yeah yeah man i'm pumped i'm pumped that you put blue baby on the map because that was the first top that blue baby got yeah very first one no one else is top with that deck. Yeah, nobody <laughs> <laughs> i saw one event's actual uh list of players who play like like the the decks that were in i've seen four babies and none of them topped i was like mm, i gotta do it for baby because i was gonna play my u7 deck actually it was on the table it was ready to go and i was like nah I got to play this. Well, we'll get into that here in just a minute. That's going to be really the only news today is we're going to be talking about Mike's, uh, that tournament that Mike played in. Yeah, because Bandai hasn't dropped any real news Yeah, no, even their Facebook page, it's been five days since they've Just dry. They got nothing. Yeah. They said they tapped us out by giving us all the DB6 reveals, announcing the tournaments. Yeah, too much, too much. Uh, But if you're new to listening to us, we appreciate you coming in. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Uh, We would greatly appreciate that. And also, we always shout you out if you leave a review or interact with us. We, You know, the Hermit style is all about not only us just talking into these mics for an hour, but we want to interact with you guys, hear your thoughts, what you think about the show, and what you want to hear us talk about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, leave some comments messages you know comment on when you see one of us post in the big group whatever you know yeah, i like yeah. talking to people I, like, I got a big mouth you know <laughs> uh that is for sure <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely uh we're, we're always open to hear from you guys and, and we love to hear it it makes my day when I, i've had a couple people reach out to me and, and message me and i get so stoked it makes me so happy it makes my day when jimmy texts me that someone reached out to him you know? <laughs> so start reaching out to mike too guys <laughs> yeah. uh, very few people reach out to me i think it's probably because my personality on the internet but you know He's not that scary. Yeah. He's not that scary. He looks a little scary sometimes. Yeah, especially when I tie my t-shirt around my head with this beard, you know? 
and also we have a big giveaway. I know we we talked about it last week about what it is, but we're actually launching it. So stay tuned to the end of the episode. Uh, we're going to give away all the details on how you can enter. And it's not only just the metal leaders. We're adding a little more to the pot. Oh, yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. But let's get in the news for what little we have. News from the Lookout. All right. So before we get into your experience, Mike, I definitely want to hear about that. Uh, last week, we started off news talking about Top Cut events drama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, you know, we went into great detail about what happened with uh, Jimmy, the T.O., and Marcus Cantarsi and uh, everything that happened. If, if you, I'm not getting into that again, yeah. but if you want to hear about it, uh, feel free to listen to the last episode yep. at about the same time, Mark. Uh, but now it continues, and <laughs> another person <laughs> from his organization has jumped in. And I would have thought it was dead. Like I, that, That's what I thought. 100% just dead, like let it go. But I guess um, they didn't listen to the podcast when I told them let it go. No, they, they clearly did not. Uh, so basically what happened was uh, Joey Palladino, who, uh, oh, spoiler, Mike just did an interview with Joey. I did do an interview with Joey, actually. So look out for that this week, you know, on Crossworld TCG's YouTube channel. He had me up there. It was an honor, you know. I know I've met Joey several times. You know, we talked before at events. A cool guy. I never had a chance to be on his um his YouTube channel before, so it felt good actually. I've done it quite does, a, doesn't it? I felt quite. I've done quite a few deck profiles in my lifetime across from Magic, Yu Gi Oh, and DBS. This was the first time I was a little nervous on one, you know? I yeah, know. I know. I was like, huh, man. He's quick with it, man. Isn't yeah. he? He's like real yeah, quick. Real right quick. He was, like, he was like, call me. Let's get it going. I was yep. like, damn, this is good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's down to business. But it's cool. I, I, I like Joey a lot, too. And uh, I'm pumped. And Hermit Style, now we got, so now we're going to have two uh, two deck profiles that's from right. this format on Crossroads. <laughs> and I'll have another one up there next week, probably. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's what we're hoping for. Uh, so anyways, um, but yeah, so Joey, great guy, uh, and amazing for the community. Probably the most positive thing we have in this community. One of the most positive, it's probably a tie between him and Evan U7. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to give it to Joey. <laughs> That's the most positive. Uh, I like Evan. I said, I don't want anybody to think I'm like throwing shit at him. I like Evan. Evan's a cool guy, you know, cringy at times. <laughs> Joey's never cringy. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one, and jo- two. Jo- Joey, Joey also creates the best content we yeah, have in this game. The quality is good. <laughs> that, was, that was a joke, but also just shouting out how positive <laughs> Evan is. Yeah. Yeah, most Evan's positive most, person. Evan is probably the most positive person I've ever seen yeah, just ever. in life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're super thankful for Joey and, and honored that you know we got to be on there. So anyways, he made a post basically saying, well, I guess we're not getting these top cut deck lists um, because... There was some other drama that we're not even going to get into with Mark Hill, the guy who runs DBS decks, to where he was going to post them. Someone made him mad, and he said, well, now I'm not going to post them, and you'll just get them when you get them. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I didn't really follow that. But Joey makes a post about it, and now, as if Top Cut Events had not already done enough to stir up this whole thing, Crystal Proctor, the person who runs the event, who she's nice. I mean, I've talked to her before. She comments and tells Joey that there's absolutely no need for this kind of post. In what world does a TO get to decide what the community speaks on or speaks about? Like, imagine, all right, so like, we love talking about Chipotle on the show, right? Oh, yeah. So imagine you, go, imagine you go into Chipotle and you walk up to the person and you're like, yeah, I want a um, chicken burrito. And they're like, oh, we don't, we don't have chicken. And you say, oh, wow. Well, I really want a chicken. And they just go, well, you have no reason to ever say that here. What? I'm the customer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't all, say that to the customer. always right. You know? Right. So, the fact that you oh would publicly God. come out 
and bring up something that's been dead. It's been deaded. Everybody dropped it. Yeah, just let it go. Just let it go. Why would you bring he this up? He wasn't even talking about you. Do you know how many comments are on here, lady? There is over 300 plus comments on this on this post. So we all got a notification that you made this comment on this post. And now we can see you being a dickhead. Yeah. Like, this is terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it's just not how you. And handle. now it makes me not want to participate in top cut event stuff because also, and it's it's because last week we were defending them. Yeah, I said I said Jimmy was a great to. I actually have been to his events, and now that I didn't. She, I've never seen Crystal before, but now you're involved, and I'm like, mm, if you're going to be involved, I don't know if I want to touch that. I mean, it's just crazy. Like as a business professional, it's your job to step aside, and if there is a problem, it's your job not to call out the person to. Tell them, hey, don't talk about the problem. It's really your job to reach out to that person privately and talk about, hey, let's fix this problem. So hopefully that customer can now go on publicly and say, hey, this crystal person's awesome. And I had a problem with Top Cut events, but she fixed it. That, that could have how it been solved, but instead now she just looks like an idiot. Yep. This is uh, very similar to the uh, Jim McMahon fuck him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, don't, don't even get me started on ARG. That's what, that's, oh. what this, that's what this top cut thing is giving me now, and I'm like, man, I'm, I don't want any parts I, of top I cut. I could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, we're never, we're never going to do this, though. Cause no, there's no point. <laughs> there's no point. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so just interesting. We thought that you all should be aware just in case you do want to go into Top Cut events. It's something to think about, I you guess. Know, it's one of those things. Participate and stay quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because the TO will uh, force right. you to be quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no free speech there. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Violating my First Amendment rights on election day, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, uh, that's that's really the only news. Those are reach for news anyways because yeah. we didn't have anything to talk Bandai about. Because just let me down, man. I just yeah. knew. See, this is what happens, Bandai. You don't give us new things, and we we, talk, we, we have to talk about drama. We have to talk about the drama. I just knew they were going to be like, all right, you know, we listen to Hermitstyle Podcast Wishlist. We're releasing that further destruction chop off the art. I was like, yeah. Nope, not there. All right, Mike, tell, tell us about this tournament you all talked right, this weekend. All right, so I was sitting there, and I was like, man, I need to play one of these decks. George said we could make last-minute deck changes as long as we submitted them by 1130. I saw that, and I said, man, because I submitted Baby at first. Sure. Because why would I not submit it? It's the deck that I play the most. But I have been talking about this U7 deck with y'all for so much. And I really enjoy playing it. It's like my favorite deck to play right now. And uh, I was like, man, I really want to play this. And then I'm in Discord talking to a bunch of guys. And they all see Baby on my mat. And they're like, why are you playing Baby? I was like, I think it's good. They're like, it's a turn two format. There's no way that's good. I was like, all right, well, now I got to play it. Fuck, fuck sitting in a Got to let them know. I was like, there's no way I'm changing my deck list at this point. All right. So I stick with Baby. Round one, I played Dark Broly. And I knew a lot of people were on Dark Broly because, you know, PPG had put out their article, or their deck list. Isaiah Herring had posted about it. And somebody else was talking about it this past week. I was like, man, there's going to be a bunch of Dark Broly players. Favorable matchup. Easy. Uh, they can loop Foo Shrouded, but I play four Godzilla Trunks. So you're never looping this card in your wildest dreams. Like, you'll try, and it's just not going to work. So he goes for that play. You know, I keep Gohan and Vegeta in him, and he's like, all right, well, I'm not getting no attacks through. And he goes, turn six, play Fu. I was like, I got something trunks. He's like, oh, man, you play that card? Scooped up his cards and quit. He said you play that <laughs> card. In what world are you playing blue without that card? Hey, man, I don't know. You know, people have played different baby lists online. Apparently apparently, it's popular on Untap. You know, and people are doing wild things, but sure. So he scooped up his cards after that. Uh, round two, I played Vigex. I played Jimmy all the time. I knew it was free. The guys can't win. No disrespect to Jimmy or anybody playing it. It's just, it's just free. It's too many negates, and uh, you just can't outgrind the cards. So I w- beat him. 
round three, play Red Broly. This was actually the hardest game of the day without me losing because obviously the loss would be the hardest game that, you know, because you lost. But uh, it was the hardest game I won. Uh, not because Red Broly is hard, but because this guy opened the nuts. This man had four chains on turn two. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that's how does this good. keep happening to you?" Happened the last round with Frank. Yeah, yo, people who know how to get four chains on turn two with this deck, they impressed me. I was like, "Damn, I'm over here sweating," and I'm like, "Ah," oh. but uh, and he also had the SCR on turn three. Wow, nuts, right? I was like, "Damn, this guy's broken." <laughs> I was like, I was like, "How do I beat him?" I was like, really trying. I was like, "How do I win this?" So uh, what did you do? Uh, I just kept playing Gohan and Vegeta, and he took it. He was vomping under four. Like trying to establish more chains, actually. Oh wow! Like I mean, I was like, I get it, but I don't get it though. Like you're playing a real dangerous game at that point. Just, and just so everyone knows, Vampa takes a life as, so as one life to hand. Let's top seven play a Broly Br Paragus Golemite or Bob with five K or less power. And you, if you play a card, you have to pitch one from your hand. Right. So they're so they were at four life, going yeah. under four. Yeah. He took himself to two. Wow. I only did I only did wow. two damage to this guy. That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, sure. But uh, he just vampa too much. I mean, I don't know if he didn't vampa. I wouldn't kill him because I do play Marichium. I do have the ape. I have cards, sure. But like him vomping too much is what killed him. He just kept vomping. And I was like, uh, all right, I'm going to just kill you at this point. I gave my unison, I, I baby's unison neg uh, five, give double strike in 15K. Uh, and I can activate counter from my hand for by pitching two blue cards from my hand. I attacked. He went to go violent raise. I was like, nah, baby, counter, counter. That's game. And then round four, played the almighty go tanks. And I say almighty, not being serious. I hate that deck. But uh, <laughs> the guy played very good. I have never seen this strategy in my life. It blew my mind because Sean plays this deck all the time with me, and there's guys at my local who play it. He never played the Grim Reaper until turn six. Really? Uh, yeah, I was like, yo. Hey, but he kept playing Goku, add Grim Reaper, activate Goku's effect, add the pieces, and then he would pitch a piece to get the two tokens, and then he'd do some hand control, whether it be a Cell Command Meha, Ribran, whatever he had for hand control. And he just like making my hand smaller by doing this, but never Grim Reapered me. Ever. I even killed this Fujito because I was slightly nervous. I was like, let me get this Fujito off the board. He didn't care about the Fujito at all. I was like, what is going on? Turn six comes. He goes, Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper. I was like, damn, this is busted. He starts attacking. I Fujita him because his hand is so large. I know Gohan is useless. I'm like, this card sure, sucks right, right, right now. Because he activated four Gokuls. Like, four Gokuls is... That's bizarre. It's is plus two to hand, but that's like three because it replaces itself. So right. I'm like, damn, this is nuts. He activated four, all four of them. I was like, uh huh, sure. And he even played the brimming. So he at one point added some of them back to his hand by active paying one to add it back to hand. I was like, what's going on here? It definitely threw me off. And then he played them. Attack I Fujita, the one that makes him give up energy. I was like, he has six attacks from this point. He just keeps attacking, gets down to two energy, plays Selzino, rips the rips the like. I had five cards, ripped me down to two. This is game. Yeah. Saw so, that coming. Yeah, I was I saw, just waiting for you to say Selzino. Yeah, I say, oh, that's the only way I'm losing to that deck when they draw the Selzino. I don't yep. lose any other card in that deck, actually. But, you know, kudos to him. I was like, it's actually, it, I won't say the word fun, because there's nothing fun about getting Selzino'd. But it was interesting game, and it was, you know, the figuring out what was going on, that's the that's the part I like about this game, right? Trying to figure out what your opponent's going to do, how they're attacking you. Uh, so I lost there. Round five, I play Robert Rizzi playing Majin Fujita. Uh, I beat him, you know. It was cool, cool guy. Uh, he very great sport about it. 
No, you know, he had a sweet camera setup though. Like, you know, he, he was actually impressed about it. He's like, he's like, check out my sweet setup. I was like, damn, that is sweet though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how he did it, but like, I had a downward look at his mat though. Like, oh, right. Like, yeah. j- j- you know, most people's views are front facing, right? So, like, you right. can't actually see the cards exactly. You can see part of the cards, but I can just see everything. I could read his cards. I was wow. like, I was like, damn, That's impressive. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't even read his cards when I played him. I was like, what camera setup do you have, and how did you get your camera at this angle? I was, I was, I was blown away. It was nice. And then round six, I had to play Go Tanks again. Um, nice guy. He topped also. Um, he, I don't know what he was doing though. Um, I'm confused. At no point that I feel like he was trying to win the game. So, I don't know. We just drew. I felt like maybe he was, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe, he was playing for I, the draw. I said maybe he was playing for the draw. There were some things I was like, I would have done this in this situation. But he didn't do them. And he, it seemed like he was maybe scared of my negates. Or he did not understand what my deck did. So, we drew. It was cool. So, we both got, I got 15th. He got 16th because of the draws. And now I got me some nice promos coming in. There we go, baby. And an invite to that finalist tournament in yep. December, I think it is. Nice. We'll both be in it. Yep. I say me and Jim probably play in the same house together at that point. No yeah. reason not to. No. Yeah. yeah, we'll be playing right next to each other. Be like a real tournament. Yep. Nice, but, man. Well, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm pumped that we got to bring another one home to uh, Hermit Style. So that's what we're saying, guys. Uh, you know, when we're talking about this stuff, I'm not saying we're the best, but... We do know something. We know something, right? We're getting results. Yeah, We've it. played... So now what... We've had one, two, three, four, like five or six tournaments. Yep. And I think there's only been there's only been one I didn't stop and one di- you didn't top. Yep. That's yeah. true. And so, the one I, the one I didn't top, I just you left. still tied. Yeah. I just left the one I didn't top. You're talking, you're talking about? Oh the, no, I was talking about the case tournament. Oh, the case tournament. Yeah. Oh, the case tournament. Mm, I don't even want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. No. 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 Let's let's oh, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving past that. All right. Um. Any anything else you want to say about the tournament or anything else oh, that you want yeah. to talk about with news? George uh hosted it. PPG. Uh, great job, actually. I think that every awesome. every online TO should be using Best Coast pairings. Like, that was so clean and simple to find my matches. I was like, all right. They went up at 55 of the hour, and you knew to start at the at the zero zero. So easy. You know, I, and you could just report right there. You don't have to report in the chat and all that type of stuff that I, you had to do in the other ones. I think everybody should be on the Best Coast pairing. But, you know, nothing else from me on that. Awesome. Cool. Well, I can't wait any longer, so let's get into the main topic of today. All right. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right, guys. So the first ever Hermit School Awards Ceremony. I'm pumped. I'm glad you're here with us. Uh, We actually went through, before we get into our uh, award categories and, and who the winners are, we're going to talk about the results of all the all the tournaments that we could find that were at least somewhat meaningful from this format. Uh, so we went through, we tried to find as many top cut lists as we could, and we just compiled them into one ultimate list so that way you guys know what is actually being played. Yep. I'll start from the bottom and work up. So with only one top, we have two Gogeta decks. Uh, Gogeta set 11 and Gogeta set 6 leader. I would have never expected either one of those decks to be nope, there. They not at all. They suck to me. Nope. Um, this is the webcam world we live in, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think those decks are god-awful. Yep. I mean, the Gogeta chain in their decks, it's pretty good. But the leaders themselves, Yeah, there's no reason enough. to play it. Uh, but, hey, shout-out to you guys. Yep, you say, congratulations. Yeah. They're probably better players than I am at this yeah. point, so I think <laughs> I would get a top with that. Uh, we've got one blue Vegito, starter Vegito. Uh, that's that's actually surprising on, like, the – I thought it would be more. Nope, only one. And then, of course, we have your one blue baby top. Oh, yeah. There we I am, you know, yep. bringing it home for the big boys. 
I should create my own webpage, you know, <laughs> play a tuffle or something. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hey. I might have to get yeah. in there. All right. There we go. Well, look out for that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one with two tops, we have Dark Broly and Blue Zamasu. Uh, I expected more Dark Broly coming into the format, but I think we'll get more Dark Broly moving into DB6 at that point. So. Okay. Zamasu is interesting. I actually have been wanting to mess around with that deck. That I think combo cool in that deck is nuts. Yeah. Like, you know, play the baby unison, neg five, give my leader double strike 15K, yeah. and then give it dual attack with its own effects. Like, that's a lot of draw and a lot of uh, attack power. Yeah, what interests me the most about Zamasu is, I mean, I've talked about it in earlier episodes. If you're a new listener, my favorite deck ever is obviously Oob. Yeah. Uh, World Martial Arts Oob. I love that deck. It's very similar. And yeah, that's what I mean. It's an aggressive blue leader, um, an aggressive blue strategy. I think Oob in the day might have been a little more aggressive than what Zamasu is. But it didn't have that 15K but dual no. tag double strike. Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, I should say 30K plus, plus 15K. Yeah, like, that's which is it. just wild. Yeah. So it can, it can, yeah, it gets there. It can do that thing over multiple turns, too. That's the scary mm-hmm. part. I'm like, what? Yeah, so that, that's been a deck on my radar to, to look into. I just have had no reason to really play it, but uh, it might be one I, I look into soon. We'll see. All right, anyways, with three tops, uh, we have Bulma, Majin Vegeta, and the new Red Broly deck. Uh, the Red Broly deck, I understand why it's there at three. Because the, it's because it's hard, so hard to get the promos. Yeah, so hard to get the promos. Like, most people don't have them. They're, they're just too expensive for your average Dragon Ball player, yeah. competitive or not competitive. Because, like, versus where we were spending $100-plus on apes at times, I never spent that, but people were spending it. That ape card was in a lot of decks. This right. Broly TP is in one deck. Yeah, it's only one deck, and if you're a competitive player, it's not even the best deck. No. So if you're strictly competitive, you're trying to get the most return on your investment, and yeah. you, you just, there's no way. You can't play in this format and even get any return. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you could win every event and still probably neg. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> like possible. That, that deck is so expensive. I say, yeah, because I always say when they first came out, 150, 175 people were paying for them. I sold, I had two of them. I sold them for a hundred a piece. Just I was like, cool, hundred dollars, hundred bucks for each. Why not? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Um, But I mean, that's too much. So you spend four hundred dollars on these. Like, if you have locals going firing, you might have won your money back by now. Maybe, maybe, Maybe. but you better be active. Yeah, you better be active, and you better be winning. Yeah. Yep. So do not misplay. Yeah, <laughs> that money on the line. The other two, I expect them to be in that range. Sure. Uh, so moving on to four tops, we have Sin Shimron and Invoker. I expected Sin Shimron to be a little higher, to be honest. I didn't. Mm. I I've, I agreed with our pick as it being one of the best decks, but I thought that it's right where it would be because just people don't play it. Yeah, people don't play it. I understand why people aren't playing the best budget deck in the game. Yeah. The deck costs you, eyes is like $9. That costs... Roughly outside of Celzino, and people have been topping without Celzino. Yeah, without Celzino, they're playing the Sin Shimron. Yeah, SCR. so then that's a three dollars SCR. Yeah, it's nothing. So the deck is like sixty five. Probably get someone of your locals to give it to you. Yeah, I mean, I was selling them for dirt cheap when they came out. To everybody, the price mm-hmm. was insane on. I was like, this is not real. I, I sold one for fifty when it came out. That's insane. I know. I sold a bunch for twenty. I was like, this market's got to come down. I know. I was happy I sold mine first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you're looking at a sixty five dollar deck. Why would you not? And it's got support from set 10, set 11, set 12 coming. set 12 coming, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, no other no other deck has three sets of support. If there's a deck you want to get good with and you want to stick with it, you can just play Sin Shenron. Sin Shenron, easily the one. Um, and Invoker makes sense. We, yeah. We've talked about Invoker I actually thought before. there'd be less Invoker. I knew really? it would top, but I did not expect the number okay. four. I thought three, maybe two. Because I know a few of those legends characters responsible yeah, though. Exactly, he just, he's carrying that deck on his yeah. back. Like, <laughs> I said, because the deck itself is good, but 
there's Dex, the blue decks are just better. And then also, I just don't know how it's beating some of these aggro decks at this point. It's not looking good. Yeah. Uh, moving on to five tops this format, we have uh, Reboot Soul Striker and Reboot, or well, not, I guess it's not right to call it Reboot Soul Striker because it wasn't in the Reboot pack, but whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, call it re- it's a Reboot okay, Leader. Yeah. Reboot new, soul new and improved Soul Striker and uh, Reboot Gohan. Uh, Gohan, I expect it more because it's just so much best of one events online. Best of one, yeah. Um, but I guess people don't play it as much, which, but they do play it, but they just, uh, I think people are, I think there's actually a lot of people playing it. I think it is more, it just depends on who you play. Cause best of one, if you go in with that deck and you don't see your feet or your opponent sees the negates, you also just lose, right? Yeah, that's true. If your opponent opens their multiple negates, you just lost. So right. yeah, so, you're not wrong. So you're playing a weird game that doesn't feel like Dragon Ball. <laughs> it just feels like, uh, more, I don't know, like Blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> that's Actually, it is Blackjack. You are right yeah. about that. You need uh, Feet Command Meha and them not to have negates. Yeah. So, 21? <laughs> got them. Pay me. Uh, and then the Soul Striker deck, um, I have mixed feelings about it. I think it's overrated. I, I think that people play it. It's good. It's not the best blue deck. Why are we playing it? Yeah. Put it down. You know, but I'm glad that it's doing well. It did have three tops in the event that I just topped, and um, it was cool to see it there. I was like, cause I always go on the tables during when I'm on these discords, and I look at people's games. Like, when my game's done, I'm looking at other people's games. I just want to see what people are playing. I'm interested. I like Dragon Ball, and it was all over the place, man. I, it might have been the most popular deck in that tournament, to be honest. Yeah, I heard it was everywhere. Yeah, I mean... Literally, like you, every you, every two to three tables I'd go to, there's a Soul Striker deck. There's like, like Go Tanks at the beginning of the format. Correct. Yeah, it's like it replaced Go Tanks at this point. So, I mean, it was cool. It's definitely not bad. It's just not the best blue deck. So I don't understand how people are pl- why people are choosing it. I do think what's interesting is that in the beginning of the format, no one talked about it. But yeah. our boy uh, Jordan, Jordan Markle, yeah. when he came down here, he was playing it. Yeah, he was. Jordan did play it in the case tournament actually. Um, so he played in the case tournament, and no one was playing it. No one talked about it. And now all of a sudden, at the end of the format. Yeah. Is Everyone's there. talking about it. That's just true. interesting. He was ahead of the curve. He was. Uh, not surprising. Uh, all right. So next, with eight tops, we have Vigex. No surprise there. No surprise. Actually, surprise. I expect more. More? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, best deck or arguably best deck. You know, people have different opinions. One on. of. Yeah. Yeah. One of. It's got to be top. Absolutely top tier. Yeah. Top three. Easily. Yeah. Top three. I agree. So. I expected more, but I mean, uh, you know, we, we talked about it before. Top two, we we said at the beginning were Vigex and Sincero. So, yeah. and some mid range deck was going to be third to me. Yeah, uh, mid range deck did not end up being third to me at this point. But hey, all right. And then number one with the most tops, Go Tanks, Green Go Tanks, fifteen tops. That right. is almost double of the second most with Vigex. To be fair, most of his tops come from opening weekend, though. They do. They do. There was four, four, and four from each event, each case Insane. Term. So that was so 12. Since then, it's only we've only had three. We only had three. It, it's fallen. The mighty have fallen. It was literally 12 tops in one weekend. And now it's like going, because everybody knows, remove the Grim Reaper. Oh, that's game. So it reminds me, and I, well, I think we referenced this in the last episode in my interview with Kyle, but it reminds me a lot of when, and I think we may have even talked about it before, Starter Broly. The green yes. Broly. It was like when that deck hit, it was just wiping everybody because the player base at large just didn't know how to play against yeah. it. They didn't realize where the weakness was, and it was a big weakness. That mm-hmm. Achilles heel was like huge. Yeah. Like it basically had auto aim on with your arrow <laughs> to point at that heel. Uh, Go tanks kind of feels the same way. Maybe maybe a little less uh, vulnerable, but 
No, nah, it's the same uh, vulnerability think, you think at this point. You think it is? Yeah, because I thought I, maybe it has a little more that it can go into. A no, more versatile. All right, you don't so, think so? No, hell no. Okay. When I look at this deck, I feel like it has more defense. I don't know. Is there is that more defense than having two Broly's pop your cards? Uh, I mean, kind of, because you at least have something you can do on their turn and limit their actions per turn. I guess. I mean, sure. It's close. It's close. We're talking uh, apples to oranges, I think. Yeah, I think that Green Broly had decent defense. Decent. And I think Green Gotenks has decent defense. Dora Potential is a broken card, though. Like, And they can loop it. They can loop it, but they're not. Their deck is not built around looping it, though. But they can. They can. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't build to loop it. So, But regardless, uh, even at that, though, if you just keep removing the Grim Reaper, how good is, how is Dora Potential for oh, I agree. I agree. There's no argument for me there. It's yeah. just, I don't think it should have ever been number one. Yeah, so like you're like, oh, I'll get rid of that Grim Reaper. They're like, damn, all right, I had two pieces back. All right, play another one. Get rid of that one. They're like, damn, I have two Grim Reapers left. This game's over if you just get rid of the last two. I think the other thing with the deck is that it is definitely a very good deck. Oh, I think yeah. It's a, it's a solid deck to play, and the fact that what we had talked about a few weeks back was it was so easy to build and play for opening day. It was. No, no TPs needed. You can play the Brimming card, sure, but you don't need to play them. And then it's just like, Dirt cheap. And you get so much value. Like you just you man, you burn through the deck, your your hand is big, you and you do have defensive options. You have this twenty five K beat stick on board that swings twice. I mean, it gives you the deck is like value city. You get so much value. So as a competitive player, you're like, okay, uh, we're in this kind of weird format where we're playing on webcam, it's serious, but also Mm. not serious. And then it's like, uh, I can play this deck, it's not too much money. I get a ton of value, and I can probably just outplay people. Just, I'll just play the deck. Yeah. I think that was everyone's thought process. Yeah, no, I I agree. It was definitely the right choice for opening weekend. I don't. You didn't have to think at all. You just easy. The, yeah. li- the lines there. Now that people have thought about how to beat the deck, it's not doing as high. Time to move on. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that is the breakdown of all the top results that I could find this format. Again, the list may not be perfect, but we, I tried my best yeah. <laughs> to, to pull mean, as many results. as You got I people withholding info from us right so we know the finals event we don't know all those tops and we also don't know the everything that tops top from the event. well we already talked yeah, yeah. we've been through that <laughs> listen uh, uh, okay so anyways so award ceremony i want to talk about this real fast all right hang award on award ceremony. ceremony on pause good i'm not here to bash dbs decks shinron lair slash mark hill however you want to talk about this entity sure but don't you think it's a little messed up that there is a guy who has everybody's deck list from these events and has his own competitive team that plays in these events and won't share these lists with the community, but shares them with his players. I never thought about that, but that is suspect. That's very suspect. That's honorable of George because George and PPG have a Patreon that people must pay to get info from them, right? And, you know, I don't care how you feel about Patreon. Either you pay or you don't. I pay for Joey's Patreon. It's $3. Yeah, I pay for I Joey's for a long time. And I, I appreciate the work he does. But they put out a free Patreon article with all the deck lists. Why would you? Why would you withhold that info? That's right. wrong. Now, if you want to withhold withhold deck profiles of hard work you put in or anything of like that, you know, or video footage or whatever, sure. Let's put it on your Patreon and make people pay. Put it behind a paywall. But you can't hide deck lists that public knowledge behind paywall. And PPG didn't do that. But Mark said, "I'm not even going to give it to the community. I'm just going to let my players have it." So now I his- want to know at what point does Bandai just say, "Okay." You're not doing this then. Yeah. You know or, what I mean? Or step in and say, hey, you got to give that to them. Right. Something. Like, like, I don't want I think we need some help here because it's, if they continue to let him run it and he's going to act this way, which again, we're not trying to bash him or anything. He, he's 
He's been he's great for me, get providing Shinron yeah, there. And it's and a free world. He can do whatever you know, he wants. It's his it's his choice to do what he wants to do, but if that isn't what's good for the community, then we need Bandai to step in and say, okay, then we can't have you acting like this yeah. towards the community. We're going to pull in someone else. Because he has all the information. Like, right. let's say he wasn't involved and he was just a Shinron Lair DBS Dex guy, right? And he was like, well, I'm not letting nobody see the list because they're on my thing. But he's involved in all these tournaments, though, as well. And all these tournaments are you are now like because I just signed up for the tournament Making this us weekend, use him. and I now have to put my deck list on there. Exactly, I think it's an unfair advantage. Uh, you know, maybe I'm overlooking it, but then again, if I knew what everybody was on, if I knew what the best minds in Dragon Ball at the, in this format were playing, I could build around that. Like easily. absolutely, you just b- completely build around because pretty much you know this is card and games. his people are all playing in like every single event. every single event. You know, and he, they're doing well. I mean, are they doing well because they're good now? Or are they doing well because they have the inside info? We don't know. We don't know. And I don't want to question anybody and their integrity, but it opens up to the questions. It so. does. It does. And again, this isn't us bashing. It's just this is what is happening. Yeah. you know, you know? So That's, that's like, why we're not saying, okay, he is doing this or he is not doing this, but these are just the facts of what has actually happened yeah. so far. I was like, you know, it's one of those things where it's, he, he should release the info or not be involved in the tournaments, one or the other. I agree. Because any other way, it's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, damn. Conflicting interest. There you go. That's, that's, there's conflict a big, of interest. Conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. Sorry, I, I don't know the best of words. I teach. I don't. <laughs> I don't I'm, not, okay. I'm not involved I got the, in I got the corporate knowledge for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> see, Jimmy's got the corporate knowledge. But, you know, it's just, it's a conflict of interest. Like, it doesn't, it's not fair. And if I, as a player, I haven't played in one where, you know, I've had to deal with his players and him and being involved right so far. But I feel slighted, though. If his, yeah. if his players top the event and I don't. And especially because if I lose, I do not know if I lost because the other person outplayed me or played the had the smarter deck choice. Or, or has whatever. my deck list. Or does he just know what I'm doing? Does he know my whole deck? Like, does he just know how Because that's crazy, right? Like, And did he prepare because he knew that I was playing this deck? deck list. Exactly. And you'd be like, well, why would he prepare for you? Uh, I mean, i am be honest with you. Not saying prepare for me personally, but you know who the best players in the room are. Yeah. When you see who signed up, you know who's there. You know, I'm like, okay, I see the name Jordan Markle, Joey, Joey Palladino, Robert Ricci, Trey Faircloth. I see these names, I'm like, damn, these are good players. Oh, yeah. If I had access to their deck list and I saw what they were playing, I might change what I'm playing if I had that access. Absolutely. You know, so it's If like, I'm playing Big X and they're all playing Blue Baby, I'm not playing Big X. Because <laughs> as soon as it's I have terrible. to play them, I've lost, right? I lost. So, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, this is conflict of interest, you know? Yeah. And I think someone should shed light on it. I guess I'm shedding light on it now, but. Yeah. I think Bandai needs to listen to us here. I think so, too. All right. Well, here we go. Award ceremony has officially started. We have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six awards to give out. All right. Uh, We have, let's see, one, two, and three of the awards we're going to give out to specific decks of the format. Mm-hmm. And then three awards are going to give out to specific cards. Now, Mike and I uh, have not really talked much about what our choices are, so we will see if we picked any of the same or if we have differences in any, but we'll both have a, a chance to give out our winner for oh, the award. Sounds good. All right, so the first award is the Daniel Jones Award. <laughs> if you don't know who Daniel Jones is, type in Daniel Jones runs for touchdown. Oh, man, it is the funniest thing to happen this NFL season. It is hilarious. This man, he's a quarterback. Mind you, he's a six-foot-five, like, and not trying to find a white quarterback. He's like like the stereotypical white quarterback. Goofy-looking white quarterback. Goofy-looking back, you know. 
He moved faster than anybody in the league so far this year. And he's not known for running. But this man was moving 27 miles per hour. And he ran almost 80 yards. No one in sight. No one could catch him. No one. Way past the whole defense. And about 10 yards out, you see his legs. Like, uh, the way I heard it explained was, have you ever seen those, like, corny horror movies where the people are running? Yeah. And they, like, take those, like, obnoxious, big, goofy steps. <laughs> and, like, they're, they're like, it's not even like they're really running. They look like a cartoon and their legs are just flailing. So this is what starts happening to this man. He's literally running so fast <laughs> that... <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. It's just funny thinking about it. His body cannot keep up with himself, and he just falls and eats shit. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the videos, they also do a close-up of his face. <laughs> oh, man. It is hysterical. I was crying laughing. So this is the award to the deck that almost got there. It is, like, so close. It sees the end in sight, and then it just doesn't get there can't top an event or do well enough an event yeah uh so my award choice for this it actually does have a few tops i think those tops are are good because of the players that played the deck but i don't think it's because of the deck was just a great choice i don't think anything that i think it's that these pilots were great at piloting the deck and um they just played it very well i agree and when the deck hits oh man it hits but even when it hits sometimes I will say not and sometimes, almost every time. It just doesn't get there. <laughs> My choice is Majin Vegeta. Yeah. See, this one I didn't know he was going to pick because this deck, we talked about <laughs> this deck before. It the just, deck feels nuts when you play it. Like, you look at the deck and you're like, I just attack so many like, times and they're big and they're doubles. And, and I draw. And, and I, I, yeah, it feels so good. And it's free. My leader has double. I just, I it's, a, you get so much value out of it. It's like, tools, how do I lose? Right? And then you just do. Just like you see it, you're like you like can feel, you can taste the blood, man. You're there, you're ready to hit it, and then you just don't get there. It's Every I have horrible. yet to, I've only dropped ever I think maybe one or two games to it. I've never dropped a match in a tournament to it. And when Trevor played it, I think my win rate was like ninety eight percent. Yeah, it's not very good. It's uh, it's cool. I guess it punishes anybody. It looks like it should be good. It doesn't even. Like, you like you look at that Vegeta servant, the three drop, thirty k uh, double strike, and untap, untaps if you negate. Like, if you untap, you negate. I advocate negate all the time against it. It's yeah. not good enough. I'm like, yo, I'm like, uh, advocate negate. They're like untap. I'm like, sure. They're like tagging. I'm like, put that card on the bottom of your deck. They're like, oh man, uh, negate now. They're like, dang, I lost. I'd rather play Vegex. Yeah. I'd rather play Reboot Gohan. I'd rather play Red Broly. I'd rather play AOD. I think I'd rather play any of the decks that we know that are yeah. aggressive. And uh, no different than football, if if you're into fantasy football or betting, uh-huh. you're probably not going to bet on the Giants because Daniel, Daniel Jones', Jones is 80-yard <laughs> run. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wild play. Daniel Jones' cost in daily football is normally around 5900 That's real cheap for yeah. a quarterback. And I'm never doing it. Never. <laughs> All right, my pick for the Daniel Jones Award, Green Frieza. That deck looks so primed to be good, this format. It got the Dart Broly Unison. It got the Deborah card. It was that it removes a marker from the innocent. I'm discarding so many cards for my opponent, and somehow, some way, this deck can't even top an event at all. It just doesn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good, too. It, it doesn't open pot, just lose. Open pot, I feel like I should win, and it still loses sometimes at this point because now they don't play meta cooler. So now the pod's not as impactful as it once was. It's mm, that's, that's the Dan Jones winner for me. Frieza fell flat on his face. 
And that's yeah. kind of the story of Frieza in Dragon Ball. Always falling flat on his face. And that is true. I couldn't pick this one for Daniel Jones Award because I can't stop playing the deck. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it every week for those training. I don't know what it is. I just can't stop playing because Starter the, Frieza. Because the deck looks cool. It's nostalgic from from the Saiyan Saga, yep. Frieza Saga, you know. You just can't stop playing it. And I was like, but you know what? I could absolutely never play Daniel Jones in my life. <laughs> perfectly happy. <laughs> uh, all right. So that is the Daniel Jones Award. Next award. Um, you can start this one off. It is the Mr. Satan Award. The Mr. Satan Award. So explain to them uh, the qualifications to win this um, prestigious award. The Mr. Satan Award is, if you're familiar with Dragon Ball, this card game, I mean the TV show, Mr. Satan, Hercule also, is his real name, or what we know him in America. He is the Earth's mightiest hero when he fights <laughs> regular people. But anytime he fights somebody real, he just loses and cowers up or just runs, completely runs, and relies on Goku to save him. So this is like the decks that are most hyped up, you know, because Hercules ends up being the world champion, got the wrestling. He had the whole, the whole world's hype behind yep. him. Everybody's on him. The world's hyped up behind him. He was supposed to save the day from Cell. He didn't. But, you know. That's so we're gonna get we get this. But the, the most, world thinks that he did. Yep. So this is the most hyped up deck in the format. My choice is Soul Striker Goku. I think that a couple big name players in our community have played the deck and people flock to it. This deck is not better than SS3 reboot. It doesn't untap as much energy. It also does not get anywhere faster than that deck does. It do, like you're like, well, I could play Zeno. Well, then if you play Zeno, then where you, your three drop units in play is very awkward in that deck. So that's not good. Now so, you have back to back turns. We did nothing to yeah, establish any kind of board. Exactly. So it doesn't. It does not play cards as fast. The only thing that it did have over SS3 this format, I mean, like the actual only thing is they could play Android 17 turning the tide. That was the only thing it had. Everything else SS3 could play and play it earlier and better. I'd rather untap three at the end of my turn every time. Especially with all these amazing counters we have exactly. right now. Exactly. I can Gohan you. My leader activates pretty much lets me activate Gohan. All right. I, I think I had to play this one, not play that one. So I give it to Soul Striker. It's just so hyped up. Wasn't the best blue deck. Wasn't even the best blue deck in the mid-range category of blue decks, right? Like we, You say, okay, it's a monster's an aggressive blue deck. Yep. So that we're, you could say remove that one from the picture. Baby is a controlling blue deck. Remove that one for but when we look at the the mid range decks, the SS4 Fujita, the SS3 Goku, and the Fujito and the Soul Striker, I think the only one it was better than was SS4 Fujita. And that's because everybody just plays blockers, so SS4 Fujita can't be good if people play blockers. So the, all the other decks were better than, than that deck was to me. All right. So for me, the Mr. Satan Award goes to Green Gotenks. As it should. I almost picked that. <laughs> I was like, yo, Green Go Tanks had 12 tops. The number one undisputed champion of the world, 15 tops. It is absolutely Mr. Satan. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just isn't that good. And, you know, we've already talked about it in depth, so I didn't talk about it again. But it just had, and if you look at early on in the format, sure, 12 tops. But like we said, since then, three. Hey. And there's been a lot tops. of events since those That's first it. three in that one and same weekend. And it's not that people aren't playing the deck. Like Vigex, people just won't play Vigex, and I have no idea why. Sin Shamron, people don't play Sin Shamron. I don't know why. Um, Green people, Gotenks, they're on Everyone's playing Green Gotenks. And, I mean, Vigex, there's some people starting to come back to playing, and now it is gaining popularity again. But Gotenks, everyone is playing, and it just can't get there anymore because people figured out how to beat it. People figured out that Hercule actually isn't very good. Yeah. At least the Z Fighters did, right? Yeah, they did. They knew. Um, so, And competitive players, they know. That's why when you see these tournaments and these top names, who who is still a top name playing Gotenks? Nobody. None of the top names are playing Gotenks. Some of them are playing Soul Striker. 
But I mean, that, that I think that a lot of this, the top players playing Soul Striker play it because the nostalgia behind it. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. You're like, man, this reminds me of set two, which set one. Set one also. Yeah. I hate set one, set two. Everybody else loves it. You know, that's the glory days. Oh, yeah, I love it. That's that's the GOAT format like in Yu-Gi-Oh! They talk about for this game. It's our GOAT format. You know, Mike can be wrong. Uh, I say I could I could I'll take being wrong here, but you know, I'm not a big fan, but everybody else is, and a lot of these players who are playing it are from back then. So I feel like they play it because it just gives them that old yeah. feel. And, and that's they okay. Oh yeah, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Not, I have no problem with Hercule. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem, Mr. Satan. No. Nope. I'm not gonna bet money on him, and I'm not gonna bet money on Gotenks. Yep. I agree. All right. Next award. The Hero Revived Award. Um, so this one is a uh, it is a tribute to Gogeta Hero Revived. Mike's personal fave. <laughs> Mike's favorite car. This is actually his idea for the award. So uh, you can go ahead and explain this one too since this was your idea for this one. This is going to be a card or a deck, you know, depending on the format. You know, if, we, if you want to choose a deck or we're going to choose a deck or a card that was played before and now it's back, you know. It, it's... It's it's back in the meta being meta relevant again, you know. So it's like a, I guess like a, a older card that did not come out in this set or in the in this block because you know they, they do the whole block thing. Yeah, something that just came back to life mm-hmm. that it hadn't seen play in a long time. I'll go ahead and start. I chose Fu Shrouded Mystery. You're probably gonna say people play that card. Do they actually play that card before this for this format? Not really. It was not being played. People kept saying, you got to live to turn six. Well, Vigex was never letting anyone get to turn six, so it wasn't being played. It was one of in sideboards for control matchups. Now, people just main this card. It's in so many decks. Like, it's in Gotenks, it's in Shinron. I saw somebody in, have it in their Invoker deck this past weekend. And not trying funny, he was XO in round three. So, <laughs> he must have been doing something wow. right. It blew my mind. Actually, I said, well, this is crazy. I guess his game plan was to play Apex. If it didn't hit you, all right, following turn, play Foo, you just die. I was like, man, that's pretty good. But, uh, you know, so I choose Foo Star Mystery. Also, if you ever heard me talk, I hate this card, though. Please ban it. I need it gone. <laughs> this format is the reason why it needs to be banned. But, Jim, what you got? All right, so for this one, I actually chose a whole deck. I went with just Bulma, the yeah. Bulma leader. She's from set eight. Bulma you know? leader's from set eight, and it is the only deck getting tops. That is from that time frame. Right. Every it, it, literally everything else is a reboot leader or from this current block. Yeah, so every I, other deck. There's not very room because all the older leaders aren't that good. I and mean, I mean, sure, Gogeta set six got the top, but I'm not even counting that as being one of the competitive and, decks. And nothing to insult the player who played that. Just hey, no, man. it's cool they topped with yeah. it. It'd be no different if I played Oop. I would expect someone if I top with Oop right now. <laughs> yeah, I expect everyone to say the same thing about that deck. And I know thing, it's true. Same thing with my U7 Frieza deck that I play. Like, yeah. I'm like, no one should take this serious. It's the competitive no. deck of the format. No, but it, it's fun, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he had fun with it. So, yeah. but So, my pick uh, is just Bulma, just by pure just results. Yep. Right? Bulma, yep. Bulma got the you results. Can't argue it's an old deck. No. It's the only deck that made it through. All right. So, next award is the Turning the Tide Award. Um, mm. So, this is a tribute to Android 17, Turning the Tide, arguably one of the strongest cards we have right now, one of the strongest yep. boss monsters we have. Yeah. Um, so this is the MVP award, basically. It is the spoiler alert. If you haven't f- finished watching TOP, uh, this is the this is he he's the MVP of TOP. You yeah, know? he right. wins it for him. So we give him the MVP in the show. Award. Yeah. So yeah, in the show, Android Seventeen does win Tournament of Power. Um, so you know we had to pick the strongest card with Android Seventeen, which happens to be Turning the Tide. So mm-hmm. here we go. So Turning the Tide Award for me is going to go to Max Power Kamehameha. 
As it should. That card's real good. That card is insane. We've been talking about it. I talked about it on my deck pro- profile with Joey. I've talked about it every time I talked about sideboarding. At this point, most decks need to just mainboard the card. At least two. It's just so good. I mainboarded yeah. two in the last event yeah, I played I, in. I think that card is uh, way underpriced. It's I have, so good. I have like nine foils of it, hoping it just goes up. All right, top decks that it hits, right? Go tanks, 15 tops. Hits go tanks hard. Vigex yep. hits Vigex hard. Soul Striker. Sin Shinron. Yep, Sin Shinron. Red Broly. The Gogeta Chain. Dark Broly. Dark Broly. <laughs> <laughs> like every, it, it counters everything in the format. Yeah, it's very good. I... Almost every deck is great against at this point. Why are you even citing it? If it's good against everything, what, are you are you citing it in? Here's my question to you: If you're not maining the maining this in your deck, are you citing it in every game too? If you are, just put it in your main deck. <laughs> and if you're not, you probably should. should. Be. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that was like hands down. I actually my initial selection for this was Splintering Mind because I was like Splintering Mind just wins games. Yeah, but, but Max, Max Power. Man. Also oh. wins games. And Splintering Mind, what deck are you playing it in outside of Vigex for yeah, real competitively? It's a lot to that deck. Right. Where Max Power, you can play it in everything. Every, Every deck, deck can play it, and it's insanely strong. It's nothing against Reboot Gohan, and you don't even warp their cards. And you, you can just... recycle it. You can put it back to your hand after you negate. Yeah, just imagine like a card that's good against all the boss monster decks and against the, the Boogeyman aggro deck. You're just like, damn, I got to yeah. play this. It's incredible. So, yeah, that that's and, – and also, art-wise – one of the best arts. Oh, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, non-foil, ugly though. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Got to get the foils. The foil on my anniversary box is mm, so nice. So good. Mm. All right, Mike, what's yours? Uh, I have Maritrium Brave Bruiser. Ooh. I've talked about nice. this card also in the past. And I got like, to test it to make sure it helps against Gotenks. It is the MVP to me. It made blue playable in this format. Blue did not seem very good in the beginning of the format. And then people start talking about Maritrium, the Brave Bruiser. You know, I'm not going to get into who started the wave. I feel like I started. Some other people feel like they started. Whatever it is, I'm glad hey, it's out there. All I'm going to say is, if you want to go back and look at time ranges, I did not see anyone talk about the card prior to the podcast where we Correct. talked about it in detail. I'm going to be honest with you. I I bought some for a dollar a piece. Foil at this time. Yep. And if you listened, hopefully you did too. Yeah. That's it. Because we told, it, we told you guys to get them. That's it. It, is the, it is the card that gets around go tanks. It gets around pretty much everything that just pops cards. And that's what Blue needed. Blue needed cards that get around cards that pop cards. Going tall. Yep. I need to go tall. And like, going tall is the answer to this format. Mm-hmm. Can, can you get double strike on big cards? If you can, that's where you want to be this format. So I got Marie Champion, my Android 17, turning the tide MVP. All right. I love that one. That That is pretty much perfect. Okay. So. We get into, uh, oh, I love this one. This is a good one, and this one might stir some controversy. <laughs> we have the Yamcha at 100% award. That's what I like to hear. And the qualifications for this award was the card that everyone is playing that we think is the absolute worst <laughs> in the format. <laughs> because <laughs> If you watch Dragon Ball, you know Yamcha is a basically just a meme, meme. and him at 100% is still one of the worst <laughs> fighters <laughs> in the show. He just always useless dies, and he just dies. <laughs> I say somebody in the community has a tattoo of Yamcha like dead, dead. in the crater. I don't remember. <laughs> it's who so else. bad that even in Super, even the the people who write the show, right? Like I I don't even know. I couldn't tell you whose idea it was, but one of the writers for Dragon Ball literally has that episode, the baseball episode, oh, where the yeah. whole episode is just designed to make fun of Yamcha because <laughs> he's terrible, man. He's like the laughing stock. And it was crazy if you watch Dragon Ball from the beginning. Yamcha once was somebody. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> now no, he's a not nobody. not anymore. Goku grew up. You're a nobody. Yeah. Even at 100. percent mm-hmm. uh, All right, Mike, what you got? No, you go first. You go I first. go first. Yeah, okay. You go first. All right, all right. I'll go first. My Yamcha at 100 percent award goes to Obuni. Mm. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if everyone else is going to agree with us. For some reason, people are still convinced that Obuni is the best blue card. Um, Yeah, right. There is even someone at one point before this format said Obuni is the best card in the game. (sighs) I remember that. And And I I detailed on this man's um, page about eight reasons as to why. (laughs) He couldn't even argue. He just said, oh, I understand why you feel that way. (laughs) it's It's just not that good. I thought this when it came out. Even when it was the best blue card, I acknowledge that, okay, right now in this specific format, it probably is the best card that blue has, but that doesn't make it good. Yeah. It just means this is what we got to work with. <laughs> I, now, I'm i on record saying that the Janimba Anniversary Box card you are. was better. I was like, I think that card might just be better because they both had to flat, but this one's going to untap three, draw me a card, and a boonie. Everything answers Obuni. People talk about the deflect. Sure, it has deflect, but it plays tokens. And the tokens are useless. And the tokens are useless. And you can. There's so many cards that just clear the tokens immediately. Even if you can't clear them and you're playing blue, which apparently everyone's playing blue mm. now, you just play Setsu Bean. What are you going to do? Combo three cards out of your hand to make an attack go no, through? You're, gonna, you're not going to do any of that. You're not going to do anything. Maybe you swing with one and combo a token. I don't know what you do, but that doesn't feel like it's worth four energy. No, it's it's not a good time. It's terrible. And then he just and then red clears all the tokens. Green <laughs> clears all the tokens. Blue uh, makes sure the tokens can't hit you. Black um, clears all the tokens. Or no, black, yellow yeah. taps all the tokens. Yeah. Black also not only clears all the tokens, they just play dark brilliant and warp a boonie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Or splinter your mind, warp a boonie. Booty just disappears from the board very quickly. It is these days. so bad, and you just waste it for energy to do that, and only untapped one. And where you all, don't hit as often. And now in blue, all these counterplays you're trying to do take more than one. So now what are you doing? Demagicking yeah. to take a life and untap? Nah, that sounds terrible. It's, it's also like if you th- if you do the count now, there are decks playing anywhere from six to eight unisons, and then they're playing. Four extra cards in their negates, and then probably playing two max powers. You actually have a higher chance of not hitting yep. a battle card. Yep. I remember the case tournament when I played a boonie. I played uh, Colin Berman. He was playing Soul Striker. Yo, when I I, I activated a boonie like five times, and I didn't hit one time. That's crazy. Because wow. Sensu Bean, wow. all all these crazy extra cards were in his deck and Unison. I was like, damn, this is terrible. This boonie was actually pointless. So you know, I. I don't have anything actually worse than a boonie. So a boonie is actually mine. Is my pick as really? well. Really? Yeah, boonie is my pick. Okay. I was thinking about picking something else, but nah. I thought you were. Uh, I'm going to go with the boonie, man. Wow. <laughs> All right. So there we go. The first time. Yeah. First yeah. time so far we have the same pick. I only reason I play a boonie in my baby list, because you guys might, well, you play in your baby list. Yeah, I only play it because I know other blue players play it. And the worst feeling on the planet in this game right now to me is, outside of Foo Shroud and Mystery, when you get a bunch of negates in your hand, obviously, is when you go, or your opponent goes, play a boonie. Attack with everything they got. Pass to you. You attack to go blue hatchyak or baby hatchyak. Your turn's just over. You can't. I can't get rid of the boonie yep. cards. Yep. And then they're like, all right, play another boonie. You're like, hmm, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> like, so I was like, you won't catch me slipping like that. Like, there's no way. I, I got to be able to combat them with the same cards. Is how I felt. That's sure. the only reason I play it. Sure. I wouldn't. I would not play four ever again. Probably. Uh two is the number for me. I might side the third one. If I feel like there's going to be a lot of blue in the room. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, absolutely. That is the card that is the worst this format. I think. It's got to be. All right. So moving along, 
the last and final of the Hermit School Award Ceremony. This is the Hermit Style Award. Well, that's what um, I like to hear. So, you know, we got to have our own special award. And this has no real qualifications aside from it's our favorite card that we played this format. And that's... That's all the only you can go with any kind of logic or reasoning that you want behind this. Um, it's just you, we, we pick it. It's Mike and I's favorite card this format. I say I'll go first this time. Yep. Mine's is Deadly Defender Fujita. <laughs> this very card, nice. This card is nuts in a uh, baby. I'm like, yo, I play in baby and I just win games every time I open this card. I just win. So I'm like, man, this is my card. And like, it's. I've played a Harudagarn deck back during set six, actually. That I play, remember this. That played this card. And it was amazing. It was, I played the whole combo. I played the Dimension Support Trunks that grabbed the two-drop Goku, give it crit, played the Super Saiyan 3 Sun Goku on top of it that bursts five and plays a Fujita from your deck or drop. And I was like, man, I love playing Deli Defender Fujita back then. And now it's like I can do it all over again. I just play it. It's one of my favorite cards. I don't even like the other Deli Defenders. I do like 18. From the green, I like her because I played Android. She was cool. But, like, Krillin, terrible. Like, in red, I'm never tapping three for that one. And uh, Frieza in yellow, I'm never tapping three in yellow for that. The black one, I played it in cyborgs for Shinron, but that's different, though. That's a cyborg tech card. But Delhi Defender Vegito, that card might be staple in all my blue decks from now on. I don't think I've ever <laughs> taken it out. Nice. And uh, Joey from Crossworld should be dropping that video. And you, you also talked about that card. Yeah, I did talk about it. I explained some of the things that go on why I play it. Um, it's a really cool card, this format. I mean, I just think that it's my favorite card. And I would have probably picked it for MVP, actually. But it would have been unfair not to give Marichium his uh, credit because he is actually what pushed Blue to being playable. And then this yep. card just helps facilitate de the decks. Yeah. No, I love that. All right. So my winner of the Hermit Style Award is... Hatchak Hatred Everlasting. Mm, that's a beautiful card. How could I not pick this card? Like you said, it is. Oh, man, it looks so good. And I'm not talking about the normal promo. We're, of course, as you know, if you listen to this show, we're talking about the winner promo oh, hatches. Oh, oh, yeah. They look so good. The moon in the background. Oh, my gosh, man. Mm. They're so nice. Um, probably one of my favorite ones. Probably probably one of my favorite cards ever that I mm. that I've gotten to look at. And in the Vigex Mirror, it won me all my games. Yep. I, I cleared I clear all their cards. It's actually much playable. better than they can. Like you and no play. one's playing it. So every Vigex Mirror, I play seven drop Mira and I play Hatch. I'm not dropping the mirror unless I just whiff on everything. You can't drop the mirror. You can't. Mm -hmm. You just that's how you actually win the mirror match. If you if you see a lot of Vigex in your area, you just play Hatchak and you play Mira. GG no re, you know? That's it. But yeah, it just feels phenomenal. And we've talked about this before. Vigex is a burst five leader, right? You mill five top of your deck. So as if that wasn't consistent enough, Hatch gives you two more. You're bursting seven. In what world am I bursting seven and not hitting? I'm pissed if I don't hit anything after seven cards at the top of my deck go to drop. And I've mulliganed, tw mulliganed once, you know, drew my hand, mulliganed again, and got a second hand to make sure I put the pieces back in my deck. I'm hitting my targets. So, Hatch, Hatch is it. That's mm -hmm. it for me. I'm done. I, I like Hatch. That's a good pick. All right, guys. That wraps up the award ceremony. We hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, let us know what you thought of it. Uh, we're thinking about doing this at the end of every format. 
just as like a fun little episode, you know, it's like there's no real big tournaments prepared for until draft box comes out. Um, yeah, I'll be down there in Miami. Look out for me. Yep, yep. So yeah, that's uh, that's it. Let us know what you thought of it. Um, but let's get into our results of training. Results of training. All right. Uh, so I haven't done a whole lot of testing recently. I've been honestly so slammed with work and this new job that I told you guys about uh, last week. The promotion I got. Um, so I'm going to let Mike take this away with some of the knowledge and things that he's learned through testing with new draft box coming out. I haven't played very many games this week. I played like a game with my friend Nick, uh, just trying to teach him the game. But I have been going through play lines of like, you know, with draft box six cards on how things work out. Um, I'm, I'm going to share with you what I think is going to be the best blue leader, maybe the potentially the best deck of, from draft box six on and why. SS3 Reboot is going to be the leader to play if you want to play blue or maybe just the best leader with ease. Simply because that King Virginia Giant Force Unison is insane in that deck. I actually do not understand what they were doing when they made this. I've, I'm questioning a lot of things at this point. Um, it has a plus one. It costs two to play. And you get plus one, bounce a four drop of Lawyer from your opponent's field to their hand. That's nothing really. You know, Whatever. But it's neg three is where we get into the realm of like, oh, this might be a little too good. It's neg three, pay one blue and X. Every unison from Giant Giant Force, either have each one, each color has one unison with the X cost attached to it. The blue one says, draw X cards. So for six energy, I can draw five cards. And then I untap three. How do I ever lose in That's blue? That's so insane. With cards like Gohan. SS3 enables Gohan himself by just untapping three. How am I losing? I do not understand the world where you lose Heroic Prospect costs three, uh, but Heroic Prospect costs one if I have the unison. So I literally have all the best blue defense that Baby has. I don't get to recycle the Gohan like with Servant. But your hand size is way bigger. My hand size is so much bigger. Do I even need to recycle it? And I've tested the idea of playing the Baby Servant card. It's actually not bad. To be honest with you, like I thought that it was terrible. It's terrible and baby. You don't need it. Your leader has Overlord. But the one that has Overlord, I mean, I'll tap two to draw a card and then untap three at the end of my turn anyways. So to me, I think that's the best deck. It also, like the SR Bardock that came out in there, the eight where you play evolve it from the card you charged. So if I charge it from top of my deck off SS3's random charge, or if I charge it from me placing it there, as soon as I draw a second one, I can now play this ape, evolve from my energy, have a 20k double strike blocker. Like, what we, and that replaces itself also in the energy, so I don't even lose energy in this process. And then I still untap three blue. What are we doing here, Bandai? I actually am questioning all these lines. We talked about how blue had no good battle cards before, and now it seems like they have a million good battle cards. Like, if a boonie, a pair with all these cards, is going to be nuts. And SS3, like, if a boonie whiffs on, on untapping, right, which it does whiff a lot these days, it doesn't matter in SS3. Still untap three. Still, still untapping three. Like, I don't know. It's got all the defense from Baby. Or I should say it has the best defensive cards from Baby. But it has all the, the good mid-range cards from Fujito and Soul Striker. So I think it's the best. Day. It's probably what I'm playing in Miami. I, I, I'm having a hard time. I want to play Baby. I love Baby. But... I don't know, man. It seems like this is just way too good and not fair at all. <laughs> so I'm just like, I think I have to play it when I go down there. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to test with you yeah, on it. I haven't, we haven't tested together yet, no. but. I've just been 
I have proxies of it in the deck made at home, and I just shuffle it up and I play it out. I mean, I'm obviously you can't win a game doing this, but like it helps you just learn the lines. Oh of your yeah, deck. for sure. And I'm like these lines are crazy. Like, oh yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, just from what I've heard you talk about and from what, from what I've just looked into myself, I'm with you. I, I think that it's going to be an amazing deck, this format. Neg three, pay six, draw five. Like, oh, my God. That's a mistake. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but, yeah, so you guys heard it first. Hopefully, uh, you know, if you are prepping for the new format, then uh, you can start looking at SS3 if, if blue is a color that you want to get into i say buy those cards asap as soon as yeah. they come out i'm telling you like get them quick get them as soon as they come out. those giant force rares uh from my understanding is they are three per three per box well okay. there's there's 12 of them and there's three per box so the pull rates on these are not very good at, no. at that point a I mean, case means potentially you only have one of each yeah so again if you can get them while they're cheaper, when people don't realize that, make sure you pick those King Vegeta's up. It is the best unison out of all of them. You know, you have, you have to get it. <laughs> You'll yeah. be kicking yourself later when they're like, oh, this car is 50 bucks. So oh, yeah, I agree. All right, uh, we got one more segment for you guys. We don't have any viewer mail, but we do have a delivery for you all. So let's get that going. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaka? Monaka's delivery service. All right, guys, again, uh, please leave us those reviews. Uh, you know, send us, talk to us, send us messages, comment. Uh, we love to hear from you, and we'll always shout you out on the show when you do. If I missed anyone, I'm sorry. You can call me out, and I'll shout you out next show. Uh, but we have a delivery for you all. We are officially starting our first giveaway for VicX. Uh, so here's the giveaway from Chris Anderson. He developed a custom VicX leader which, again, I am super jealous that one of you all gets to have this because I want it so bad. I mean, it just looks incredible. I have it at my house on my table. I haven't Damn. seen it yet, but I'm a little mad Mike didn't bring it over. <laughs> <laughs> but the art from what I've seen, oh, man, it's so cool. We're going to post the art on our Facebook page tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, it is Friday. We're going to post the art on Saturday so you'll get to see it. Uh, but here is how you can enter to win the contest. Okay, uh, what you're going, what you need to do is one, go to our Facebook page, like it, and share this podcast. We're gonna have a link to this podcast uh, that you can go and pull it up on the app of your choice, and we'll put on the post. This is the one to share. So share it and comment, so that way we know that you shared. So that's how you get your first entry. You have to share and comment on the video. Uh, the second entry is if you also leave us a review on apple podcasts let us know that you left the review and what your username is you can either comment it on the post what your username is or you can send us a private message i'm jimmy bacon on facebook uh mike is uh mike it you'll know it's a weird last name i t t u i something something yeah you'll see him up there um or you can just message the facebook page um, directly, the Hermit Style Podcast Facebook page. So any way you'd like to do that, that is how you can enter. So you can get a total of two entries, the share and the comment, and then the second entry is for the review on Apple Podcasts. And again, you cannot just leave the review and not tell us because it only gives us your username, so we will have no idea who to reach out to. You have to message us or comment what your username is so we can enter you in for the giveaway. Yep, and we will screen record, you know, so that way you guys can see the RNG generator do it. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, so definitely get on it because it's awesome. And also, I'm going to throw in, and Mike is also going to throw in, one Vigex starter deck. So not only will you get the sweet custom leader, you're going to get all the staples to play this deck from the starter. All you got to do is get your own uh, reluctant reinforcements, you know. Yep, reluctant reinforcements and splintering mind, and you're oh, good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Very easy. And you know all the other cards that you might want to get just from everything I've talked about with the deck. So, yeah, definitely check it out, guys. Um, enter the contest. Good luck to everyone, and I'm excited to see who wins. We are going to run it. Mike, how long you want to run this contest for? Two weeks. Two weeks? Okay. So, two weeks. So, that means as The last of week of November. The last weekend, the last episode of November, we will announce the winner. Okay, yep. So, last episode of November, we will announce the winner. So, that means you have until November 20th to enter. And then November 27th, we announce the winner. And then after that, I know we've got some of you Sin Shemron players on here. We will be doing the Sin Shemron giveaway next month in December. So stay tuned for that. And that one's beautiful as well. I've seen the art on that. Oh, already. man, it is so nice. It actually, Vig X is obviously my favorite, but the art on Sinshermon I think might even be better than that one. Yeah, it is. I absolutely <laughs> think it's better. And it's got our logo up there, it so does. you can flex on people, let them know how you learned about it. But that is it, guys. Mike, anything you want to add? Uh, I got nothing. All right. Well, that is everything I have as well. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend, and we'll see you next week. Problem on my back every day. I got the shit, this way to try whatever way. You got the big boy, problem going to school every day. You got the